Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the breakfast show. Audrey Seek here with you for our intergenerational series. Today we shine a spotlight on a family business with roots dating back to 1969. Founded by a pioneering figure in civil and structural engineering, this business became a legacy carried forward by the only son in the family. When the father passed away in 2021, a significant shift occurred. Faced with the weight of legacy and the challenges of stepping into his father's shoes, the son turned to a trusted family friend who shared a deep connection with his late dad. This trusted friend, a distinguished individual in her own right, became a source of guidance and support for the family business's journey. So let's delve into the tale of this unique family business and the enduring bonds that tie generations and friends together. We're excited to welcome them to the studio today. Tanya Wei, the founder of YWA Studio and director of TEP1 Group. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining Breakfast. Good morning. Thank you for having me. And joining Ria Wei, we have engineer Dr. Dr. Lee B. Hua, we know her as a former member of Singapore Parliament and engineer, plus a longtime friend of the late Mr. Tan. Dr. Lee, welcome to the studio. How are you this morning? I'm fine. Good morning, everyone. You're so bright and cheery. <laughs> so nice to have this kind of energy this early in the morning. And it's such a great story that we get to chat with you two about today. Uh, before we get into the details, Dr. Lee, let's start with you. Um, could you share with us your connection with the late Mr. Mr. Tan, and when did you first meet Wei Wei? Well, I first graduated uh, from the university in 1985, mm-hmm. and I was looking around for an engineering institution to join so that I can network, I can uh, learn from my seniors, and that is when I joined the Institution of Engineers Singapore, IES, mm. and it is there that I met the late engineer Tan Yi Ping. To me, he is my role model. He runs a very successful consulting engineer, and he's very active in IES. Who uh, later on he became the president of the institution in mm. 1992 to 1994, and he's a very bubbly person. He likes to joke. He can talk very well. So to me, he is my role model. I say one day. I want to be like him. And when I first met Yuei, when he became the president, Yuei followed his dad to IES for some event, some function. And at that time, he was just a little boy uh, <laughs> sticking to the father. And I can see that how much the father dot on him. Okay, that's so lovely. And I have to say that you have a great memory, Dr. Lee. The fact that you can remember dates and years <laughs> and what Ruwei was like as a boy. That's so lovely to hear. Ruwei, let's turn to you now. You invited Dr. Lee to come uh, with you today for this interview. Tell us about your relationship and the role that she has played, not just as a family friend, but as a trusted companion in your business. So, first of all, I'm very lucky to have someone like Dr. Lee to turn to for honest and wise advice. So growing up, I see her very often. So there's that sense of familiarity. Mm. And uh, very often, you know, uh, when I meet challenging circumstances, I will turn to her for some guidance on how to tackle certain situations. And I think that is uh, that kind of connection is something that is very hard to come by. So I really value that. And that aside, you know, anyone that I know that knows Dr. Lee, they will always say that she's a very 
helpful and kind person that is always willing to help people. Yeah. Yeah, Thank and you. I have to say that uh, since you guys have come into the studio, you've brought nothing but joy and happiness so far and so this is really great for us to be able to chat with you guys today dr lee uh, you clearly were a crucial anchor you provided you way with a lot of guidance as he navigated through some very challenging times can you tell us about the advice that you offered him as he became more involved in his father's practice Actually, I was more involved during the last stage of his dad's illness because at that time, I was approached to help them in solving some of the projects. And that is also the time that I visited the home, the family, and mm. I met Yui. So to me, Yui is a very talented designer, very creative and very resourceful, I would say. And he trusts to take over the company mm. at this very young age. And of course, I would like to see him uh, succeed. He's a son of my good friend. And not just that, whenever I see young men who is very enthusiastic, <laughs> got lots of drive, lots of energy, I would always want to, want to help them to succeed uh, if possible. So I say that, you know, give me a call. I can meet up with you anytime. Or you can text me as and when you come to a situation where you need second opinion. Mm. I wouldn't say that what I know is definitely uh, useful or applicable. But I can always give you my second opinion because we are in the same industry. I'm a professional engineer yeah. and he's an architect. Mm. We work in the same industry and we have a common set of clients, I would say. Mm. Developers are our clients. So we have some common things that we can talk about, we can share. So come to difficult situation, because I've gone through that, I can always share some of the solutions, possible solutions. <laughs> you were, you blushing there a little bit? She was very complimentary. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> let's, let's turn to the business now, uh, okay. Yue. I imagine that there are some perks to joining a very well-established family business. You know, you have systems in place, but there must be some challenges going into it as a second-generation leader. How do you figure out how to make your mark in the industry and and establish yourself as a leader in your own right uh, while also honoring your father's legacy. So I think the fact that I'm an architect and my dad is an engineer, we are in the same industry. Mm. But again, they are different professions. We definitely share the same pool of knowledge. So I think in that sense, I've always been passionate about design since I was young. So there's that similarity, but also there's that difference. So I think creating my own identity hasn't been really much of a challenge. Growing up with an engineer as a dad, you know, he has always grilled into me the principles that he has, you know, to be in this line of business you have to be honourable, honest and ethical in everything that we do. And that is something that I hold very dear and close to my heart. Mm. So growing up, I see him navigating through a myriad of challenges, but still staying true to his cause, to all these uh, core principles. So my dedication to upkeep and uphold these core principles is definitely ironclad. Yeah, well, if you're just joining us on The Breakfast Show, we are speaking to Dr. Lee B. Wa, former member of Singapore Parliament and engineer, and Tan Yu Wei, he's the founder of YWA Studio and director of TEP1 Group. So, Yu Wei, talking more about TEP1 Group, it's quite unique. It fuses architecture, civil and structural engineering, and interior design as well. Could you share the challenges and maybe some advantages of bringing all of these fields together and how it brings up the overall creative process. 
So TEP1 Group is actually an ensemble of allied professions. So while they operate as an individual entity, we are actually operating in an open plan office. Now that brings along a lot of benefits because we are able to coordinate between the disciplines with much ease and convenience. It's just a matter of walking over to the other team and ask them if the design can be resolved in a certain manner. So, But that is not to say that clients cannot go a la carte. They can actually just engage us for architectural services mm-hmm. alone or engineering services alone. So the advantages are tremendous. Can you imagine if a client were to engage an architectural firm and a structural firm located elsewhere? Very often this coordination, you know, we have meetings either every week or every two weeks. So, and further to that, we have email coordinations, etc. All this takes a lot of time, but yeah. imagine all of that being taken away. We can actually cut down on that time and be more efficient. So there's a lot of synergy in it. There's mm. a lot of uh, camaraderie operating in the same office. Instead of uh, having conflicts, we work hand in hand. That's some great insights into TEP One Group. Uh, let's go back to you now, Dr. <laughs> Lee. You're the School Advisory Committee Chair of the NTU School of Civil and Environmental Engineering. So what has that been like for you, you know, being a part of the education and development of future engineers here in Singapore? Uh, what key principles do you think should be instilled in the next generation? I come from the private sector all my whole life. Mm. And uh, by being the chair of the NTU Civil and Environmental Engineering Advisory Committee, what I hope to do is to bring the industry perspective and the requirement to NTU so that their curriculum is most up-to-date and the graduates that they produce is this what the industry needs. Mm. And on the other hand, I can also see that NTU have lots of resources. Their lab is equipped with very good uh, equipments. And our government agencies also have labs. What I hope to do is to link them up. They collaborate. Mm. Because Singapore is so small and all this lab equipment is so expensive and not used all the time. So we should maximize the resources of each from NTU as well as government agencies. So it's both ways. And uh, with this in mind, I always like to arrange meetings together so that the projects, the research projects that NTU is conducting, it is more industry-oriented. It is not just research for the sake of research. Yeah. So really enhancing collaboration is what you've done. If you reflect on your career journey, Dr. Lee, uh, you know, all of the shifts and changes that you've witnessed in the engineering landscape, how do you see the field evolving, especially in terms of sustainability? You know, that's an issue that has very much come to the forefront these days. What role do you think engineers should play in tackling environmental challenges in the years to come, you think? In fact, the world is changing very fast. Mm. And uh, engineers has a lot to offer to use the technology to make the world a better place to stay. For example, the effect of climate change is very real and it comes in the big wave. And how Singapore can tackle this more efficiently, more sustainably, how we can continue to have quality drinking water Mm. and how we can have sufficient electricity supply, how we can build our building and infrastructure in a more sustainable manner, etc., etc. All this requires a lot of engineering innovation. Mm. So all the players in the industry need to keep up with the pace 
And in this aspect, our building and construction authority is leading and constantly looking for new ways of doing construction, uh, taking into account the sustainability, the efficiency. So we need everyone from the graduates that we produce to the industry players. Everyone needs to keep pace. Well said, Dr. Lee. And Ruwei, one final question to you before we let the two of you go. What is your vision for TEP1 Group? And how do you envision it making its mark in the ever-changing world of design and architecture, especially considering the unique challenges in Singapore? So we will definitely continue to target to continue to grow our capabilities, maybe even expand into other disciplines such as uh, mechanical and electrical engineering, maybe even landscape architecture. The possibilities are endless. So it really depends on what opportunities presents itself and how we navigate through that. Um, in the next five years, we will definitely want to build our foundation stronger, build a strong foundation. Now, why do I say that even though TEP, Tiny Bean Consultants, have been you know, around for 50 over years? This is a new chapter where we are kind of approaching it with a multidisciplinary approach. So I want to make sure that our foundations are strong mm. and, you know, anything that comes, we won't be shaken at the core. So very often, multidisciplinary teams are from large corporations and they often only take on large projects. So with the small to medium-sized projects, I see that there is an opportunity there, there is a gap, and I think that is where we will flourish in the next five years. So I think Singapore is a fast-paced and efficient country and that is exactly what what we want to offer and also build upon that and offer so that individuals and businesses in this realm will be able to also enjoy this efficiency and what we have to offer as a multidisciplinary team. We're excited to see what's in store for TEP1 Group. And it was such a pleasure speaking with you both as we find out more about how intergenerational businesses don't just rely on individual families, but strong bonds of friendship and trust as well with lifelong mentors and friends. Thank you so much, Dr. Lee and Yu Wei for joining Breakfast and for sharing your story with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Yu Wei. Thank you so Thank much. You. We were speaking with Tan Yu Wei. He's the founder of YWA Studio and director of TEP1 Group. And Dr. Lee Biwa, former member of Singapore Parliament and engineer. That was Mind Your Business for today. Stay with us on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.